Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Depending on what time of day you're listening, welcome back to the Metamorphosis podcast. So we are still talking hacking habits, but we have a completely new topic to get into with you today. We've been talking about burnout and how to avoid it. Uh, burnout that comes from unmet expectations and these you know, emotional programming that we kind of default to whenever things don't go well in life. And we've been talking about the flow of neurotransmitters in our body, which are chemicals that help us to feel certain ways and how we can kind of manage those with essential oils. And essential oils not only help our bodies to produce the right flow of chemicals, um, but it also helps to receive them by clearing out some of the toxic junk that builds up in our cells and the receptors so that we can receive these neurotransmitters as well. So overall, uh, we've been talking about flow, but today's version of flow that we're going to talk about is completely different. It is more of a whole way of life and a good look at the effort that's actually required to live joyfully. Yeah, you know, we're getting a little bit more abstract with the word flow. Um, flow is kind of in a trendy buzzword in some mm -hmm. circles. Um, and it's the idea that life is supposed to be effortless and joyful regardless of your circumstances. But also that joyful mindset opens up the door to a healthier and more peaceful circumstances to grow around us. So to me, this episode is less about hacking habits and more about just hacking life. <laughs> it is. It is. And it's, it's a hard thing to talk about because there is a balance. There is work to do, mm -hmm. but the work doesn't have to be hard um, in the sense that we're used to it. Like we, we say this all the time on our podcast, you have power, you have choices, you're not really stuck. The only thing in life that you can actually change is you, Yes. not the things around you, which is where we get stuck and spinning our wheels and getting frustrated and going back into all the, you know, the fear and all the things we talk, talked about in the last few episodes. And so Let's take a look back really quickly at where we started specifically with this podcast. Um, we began about two years ago, um, kind of working together over like Val and I were hitting this place of resistance where the way we just deep down felt life was meant to be was not what we were living out. It was not what we were meeting in everyday life and what we were seeing. And so like this, um, knowing of what we felt like was promised of how life was actually meant to flow um, and the way it was actually working out was just like butting heads and you know kind of like a cold front and a warm front coming together making a tornado <laughs> like it just yeah, felt, like a, it felt like a tornado <laughs> it felt like a mess and we did some you know self-work development and kind of working on ourselves and we realize that the only thing that you can change, of course, is on the inside. And when you clear up a lot of this baggage that's blocking the freedom in the, of the flow, um, you kind of clear off this lens. You're able to see life better, you know, more clearly of how things are supposed to be worked. So we knew this lens had to be cleared off before we could see life and what it was meant to be and to shake off the extra burdens that we kept. We were like a magnet for more burdens. Mm -hmm. Like we kept strategizing and overanalyzing and trying so hard to make things work when really it was coming from this place of, um, I'm not receiving the support that I need in life. Things aren't working out for me. Things do work against me. I'm left to fight alone and I don't have what I need to do it. Therefore, I must work harder. It must be my fault. I must have to figure out how to devise a plan to work around it, to, you know, rise above it. And, and when we win, we work it out. Will we be? Yes. yes. Only when you have reached this level of, you know, perfection, will you, you know, be worthy 
of such success. And so that inner transformation that we, you know, over the the course of the past two years, we, we kind of announced in our beginning episode, what our purpose was. It was really just to document this journey of what we were learning because we knew enough to know that it was not true. You did not have to earn, um, you know, God's favor and love. That's a free gift but we weren't living that way. Like that's when you, when you looked at our life, that's not how we were showing up and that's not what our habits exhibited. Um, so this inner transformation, we decided to call the podcast metamorphosis, like a butterfly changing from the inside out that when you changed your beliefs on the inside about yourself, about life, about how God works, that everything else would fall into its pers- you know perspective place and work as it should. And so this butterfly became kind of a theme. Yeah. For us. And okay. So we learned the coolest thing about butterflies recently. So butterflies are hardwired in their neurology to receive neurons or signals from the sun. And that those signals actually guide and direct them straight to their destination as they migrate. And I have seen this firsthand a couple of years ago. Um, we went on spring break and all of the monarch butterflies were migrating. And I mean, thousands of butterflies, went past us the week that we were at the beach and it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. But the really neat thing is that these butterflies are actually hardwired to be guided. It's like they have their own GPS system and you know, we do too. (laughs) Everything in the universe is intelligently designed to have flow and direction and to be fully supported in everything we need. And as much as we want to figure out things and control things, um, because, you know, we have a brain with its own thoughts and ability to plan and navigate, strategize, over strategize. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes most of the time, actually, we are trying entirely too hard to control life around us. And we are spending too little energy on listening to the guidance that flows through us. Yes. Amen to all of that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And just when I think I have it figured out. I kind of hit this other level of, um, I don't know, getting stuck in a new thing and realizing I've done it again. Like I've done it again. I've stuck myself into spinning my wheels again. I did it to myself. And then sometimes a good thing will happen and I'll realize there's no way I could have prepared or planned for that. Yeah. It's so much more than I thought, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So much cooler than I could have expected, planned for. Actually, if I had known about it, I had this happen recently. Um, had an, had an opportunity to do something that was like right in alignment with my heart's desires, (laughs) things that I could just spend my whole life doing and loving. I got asked to do this opportunity and I really didn't realize what a big deal it was until after it was done. Um, and I won't go into all the details, but it basically checked off a whole list of things I wanted to do with my life. But I will tell you, I went through the whole experience. I did the whole thing. Didn't realize any of the major life-changing events that were actually going on under the surface while I was doing this until I got home and started going through it all and was like oh my goodness like this thing I've always wanted to do happened this connection I wanted just happened um I didn't even realize that was a a factor in this if I had known it I would have freaked out over planned tried too hard yep yeah make it better than it was it just it just happened for me. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. And so we get confused so easily. I do it to myself every day. If you told me, Hey, here's this opportunity for you to go do this thing you've always wanted to do. 
um, can you work on a plan and get it to me? I'm like, yes. And I would spend every waking minute from now until it was due thinking about it, changing things about it, adding to it. it. Yep. Yeah. But like this opportunity that I just had recently snuck up on me and I didn't have time to do any of that and didn't realize how important it really was. Um, so we get confused with this guidance that is so natural to us that we, we assume it must be harder than that. Right. And I think we get confused because if you grew up anywhere around the filter of the church, you know, Christian teachings, um, and not much of the world is untouched by that. Like, you know, the crusades like conquered, like lots of cultures and instilled, you know, lots of, of church type beliefs. And so, um, there is this, these two different views of two different views of God. And you've got this like old Testament God. That's the half of the Bible where, um, the Israelites were like confused people. They were slaves by, uh, under Pharaoh and God released them through these plagues and miracles, like parted a whole sea just to let them out of Egypt. And they were slaves though. They had a slave mindset and they didn't understand that now they were under you know, a God who loved them, who wanted good for them, who would provide for them. They had food falling from the sky and they still didn't believe it. And so they had to like come out of the slave mindset, which is kind of what we're talking about, like working too hard for things, not, not trusting that we're loved and cared for. And what was that? Living in survival mode. Yeah. Living in survival mode. Totally. And, um, so they had to shake that and an 11 day journey from slavery in Egypt to this promised land that they were, you know, shown that they would have turned into 40 years of wandering and confusion. Um, and uh, there's a lot of stories in between, but basically simple goals in our own life turn into striving. We end up making it way too hard instead of just receiving the guidance and following it to get there. Um, so like we have to shake that slavery mindset, that lack of self-worth and, this, you know, struggle of survival, which are just beliefs that we've built in ourselves. But you compare that Old Testament, you know, seemingly angry God that was really just creating rules to create order for people who had only known rules and yeah, think outside of the slavery mind or out of the rules mindset, you know, you there don't know how to be free if you've never been free. Yeah, absolutely. So we get this completely new picture in the New Testament where God does nothing but transfers power to us. And so um, you know, there's the story of the crucifixion and the resurrection, but after that, everything that, that, you know, Jesus said, I'm the salt of the earth. Like, well, you're the salt, you're the light. He transferred all that power to us. And it was, it said in, I think first Corinthians, I don't have it written down that now we have the mind of Christ. And so this Holy spirit came in, which the Bible calls the Holy spirit, which is our guidance came in after the crucifixion and resurrection to guide us, to give us the clarity, the comfort, the peace, the, the nudges and the directions that we should go in way to, to own that power that we were given. So we're obviously not slaves following a blind guidance system anymore, but sometimes we aren't, we're also given this responsibility to, um, we're not given the responsibility to have the answers of the plan, but we do have this personal responsibility to pick up the power that's been given to us. And I think that's a slave, but if you act like one, absolutely. And so many people are afraid of that power. They're afraid of messing it up. They're afraid of not living perfectly, afraid of not checking off all the boxes, not having all the answers. But, you know, that's just that slavery mindset. So you're not going to be like 
whipped and beaten for not having it figured out. Um, however, you can miss out on a life of really good things happening almost effortless for, effort, effortlessly for you if you take all the responsibility on yourself of making it happen, happen alone. And so we've got to come out of seeing through this slavery mindset and uh, the filter of programming and agreeing with previous disappointments in our life, frustrations that we've had, bad things that have happened and we've just made conclusions of, well, that's just how life is or that's just how God wants it for me. And we've got to let go of those because they dull our antenna like the butterfly and they block that guidance. And get out of your own way is, you know, that's a book title. Dave Hollis, just, he's coming out with a book, I think, in March. Um, I have heard so many people talking about getting out of your own way. We talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it's a popular teaching right now that I'm seeing everywhere that I think is only going to become more popular because I think more people are realizing we have the power to create the reality around us based on what we believe and think and what we speak out of our mouth. So if we're still speaking these old misunderstandings and these um, through the filters of disappointment and frustration and lack, then that's what we will continue to create around us. So we have a, an opportunity and the responsibility to pick up the power given to us and start changing these filters. Yeah. Okay. So the main question is, um, you know, ask yourself, um, what isn't flowing? You know, that's something that you really have to think about. Um, Jennifer has a really cool um, chart that she wants to tell you about to kind of help you think about what isn't flowing. Yeah, flowing, just to give you an idea. um, So there was a researcher, Maslow, in the 50s and 60s that researched a lot of high-achieving people and what they had in common. And they were from all different walks of life and professions. And some were, you know, artists, some were entrepreneurs, just everything. And what they had in common was that they all did these things from almost a, they had these like peak experiences, like moments of intense well-being and joy when they were doing what they love. And they were very, very, very successful at it. And so in these peak experiences, Maslow found that um, they were extremely therapeutic. And all of these people attributed their major life changes to realizations that had suddenly come to them in these peak moments, like they found confidence and creativity in these moments and unexpected solutions to problems they couldn't fix previously. And they had this like assuredness that fear could not touch them. And even in some cases, long-standing depression and anxiety left them. And so that kind of goes along with a more recent study. Now Maslow said that less than one-tenth of a percent of people he found had actually experienced that. And so seems kind of disappointing, like, oh, well, you know, it's just some people are meant for good things. Again, not true. So in more recent studies, clinical psychologists have discovered something called superfluidity, where again, people um, kind of reach this like almost effortless um, state of flow where projects or things that they're working on just seem to take on their own momentum and work themselves out while that person is kind of just like a conduit that is just there to facilitate it, to, to get guidance, to act on things. But the major impact that comes from it seemingly happens on its own almost effortlessly. And science has kind of shown a good illustration of this with certain forms of matter, like liquid helium, for example, when it's cooled down to a certain temperature, which is basically absolute zero, um, it begins to flow 
upwards against all of the laws of gravity and everything else that normally fluids react to. So they compared that to our minds. And when we're overthinking, I know Val and I have talked before on this podcast in certain episodes, like your liver and your gallbladder um, are tied to creating a lot of heat in your body when you're overthinking or your liver or gallbladder are sludgy or blocked. There's no flow. Um, they're very much tied to the brain being overactive. And when your brain is overactive, you're overanalyzing, overthinking, questioning, doubting, fearing, mm-hmm. being angry, all of those things, then you are heating up your body in a sense, sometimes literally, sometimes figuratively. Um, and so the act of cooling your mind down. So, you know, silencing doubts and fears with whatever affirmation, whether it's a scripture or it's something that's happened in your past that proves to you that that's not your truth. Um, whatever it is that can cool that, that mind and that thinking down, when you cool the mind down to that certain figurative temperature and clear out all of those negative things that plague you and just, you know, kind of berate you, berate you, then you can also reach this place of superfluidity where your guidance then flows through you and leads you into basically everything you've ever felt like you were promised or desired. And, um, you become a vessel for the greater good. Like the things that flow through you aren't just for you. You don't become a selfish entitled brat. You actually become a catalyst for change for everyone around you because you allow these things to flow through you. So you become helped and you become helpful through this process. It's, it's just amazing. And I'm beginning to experience little bits of this. And we've been on this journey specifically of clearing out these old program thoughts for about two years now. Mm -hmm. And that first year, Val and I have talked like we both felt different we yeah very different like like just in the way that we thought about things even though the outside stuff hadn't changed Mm -hmm. internally we handled everything much different it took about a year for me of just letting go of some things and like really letting it go like not letting it go for a day and realizing I should let it go and then picking it up the next day and trying again and like trying to shove the square peg in the round hole kind of thing um, the first year was just like letting all of those things be what they were. Yeah. It was really just like acceptance. Um, absolutely. Acceptance <laughs> and trust that it was working the way, even if what we saw wasn't the full promise yet, yeah. we had full trust that it was coming. Yes. Um, and then that trust after that first year opened the door up for some really cool opportunities that we're getting to walk out now that, you know, we believe, we don't know when it, I mean, it could be five years from now when we actually see fruits of some of the things that we're getting to do right now. But, um, we've already gotten word like from different people who have listened to the podcast, like they're taking what they're learning and applying it to their whole organization that they work with, or, um, you know, just different companies, different people that are talking about using some of these things that we talk about. It's just, I don't know, it's just humbling and exciting all at the same time that we're just documenting to you what we're learning and growing through and we're living it and we're beginning to see the transformation of things that we could not have possibly planned or strategized for ourselves because believe me we've tried um (laughs) we sure have (laughs) we've tried um but it's just been through this letting go and this trusting that really cool doors are opening and we just get to kind of be in the presence of it and get to witness it and be a part of it which is the best Okay, so if this sounds awesome to you, 
Um, I asked you a second ago, what isn't flowing? I want you to think deeply about that. Like, is it in the area of your family? Um, maybe just relationships in general, um, money. That's always a big one, business and career or self-image. Um, and if you're thinking, Oh, I want that cooling down in the brain and I'm going to stop overthinking. And I want this flow that, that they're talking about. Go back to episode 16 through 35, um, commit to really work through the baggage that maybe you have that you haven't let go of yet, because you have to clean out the junk before you can, you know, get the new good stuff in. And you know, and like the, the, the ideas we walk you through is one thing, but there is a different level when you, so what fires together, wires together. So whenever you're hearing these new thoughts and then you actually apply the essential oils that we talk about to bring in this physical aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So when the thought, when, the, when this new thought is thought and you feel the new feeling in your body, that begins to wire together to clean out these old filters and old baggage. And so, you know, maybe listen to one episode every, what do you say, every two days, every mm -hmm. other day. Yeah. That's a good pace. Or if you really feel like you have a lot of baggage to work through and you want it to really sink in, do one a week. Yeah. Do an episode, do the protocol that it says, journal specifically about your thoughts about it. Even if your thoughts are, I don't understand this. I don't agree with it. I don't, but I want, I want this goodness for my life. Just write it down because you're going to look at that later and be shocked at the difference. Yeah. The journaling is a huge aspect of it. Cause when I look back at journal, you know, where we were journaling two years ago, I just can't kind of can't believe some of the changes that have, that have come. And it's really cool. Cause if I hadn't written it down, I don't know that I would be able to remember in detail what I, um, you know, what I've experienced. And so it's really just so cool. So that's something as you're working through these, definitely do that. And, you know, even if you just have time to journal once a week, just go through and write down the way that you're thinking, what you need to see change. And then, you know, it'd be really neat to put a reminder in your phone or on your calendar for like January of 2021 and remind yourself to go back and look over the year and notice how much has changed just in the way you see the world and just in the way you view yourself. Um, it's really powerful and it just, you know, inspires you to keep going and keep growing because, you know, the growth never stops, but it just gets better and better. Yes. And so journaling is one thing. If you've never journaled, uh, that can be hard. And so on our website, uh, we have a a journal is full of journal prompts is what it is. It's not like a journal that you receive, you know, in the mail, like a hardbound journal. It is um, an ebook of journaling prompts and oil protocols that walk you through specifically changing your filters around how you see a certain thing in your life, especially an area that brings you a lot of pain and frustration. Mm -hmm. And had it not been for that process of learning to trade these things out and accept new truth, replace old lies with new truth and stuff like that. There's no way I would be at the place I am and able to feel the joy and the effortlessness I'm getting to feel right now. Like it's a Absolutely. total privilege, but I had to do the work of releasing my own, you know, truths I'd been taught, truths I latched onto, mm -hmm. you know, some of it's, some of it's ingrained in childhood and some of it's just stuff we pick up from just lack of understanding, but it's our responsibility to let go of it. It's our responsibility to grow through it. Nobody else can do that for us. It's, it's our privilege. It's really a right. privilege more than it is a responsibility. And so that journal, it does, it costs $21. Um, 
Um, one, because you have access for us to personally guide you at the end through some things and get personal guidance. So you get access to us and talk to us personally. Um, and also we don't value what we don't pay for and invest in. And so it's like a gift to give yourself when you invest in your future and invest in changing some things. Um, and you know, it's kind of cool that it's $21 and we're telling you in January, 2021 Ooh. that you... <laughs> could be looking through a completely different lens at your life. Your life could look completely different today, sorry, a year from today than it does right now. And if you want to just follow Val and I on our, you know, adventures of life, because <laughs> we document a lot um, as we're learning it, just kind of learn as we go. We don't have the answers for next week or next year, but, you know, as we get it daily, we, we give it to you. So we're on Instagram. I'm rootedinlove.co. And Val is Val Petty, the essential joyologist. And then on Facebook, I have a group, Loving My Gifts of the Earth. And Val has her group, The Essential Joyologist. And you can learn from us there in the meantime, between podcast episodes. But definitely make it a point to go back to episodes 16 through 35 and work through some of those filters and cleaning them up and helping your body and your mind wire together with this new belief of flow and effortlessness and joy. 